0: Hey, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> here for another episode of How to Be a Texan. Hey, how are you?
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> quite the intro. Wow. Man, I'm just Very trying That was a giggle. nice little giggle you had there, Andrew. Thanks. <laughs> well, happy, I'm, happy day. I'm just glad we've got Andrew on the microphone.
0: Man, it's good. we got Sammy on the laugh track coming around. It's all good. So we got some things shui with our episode going here. Hey, today we're going to talk about the farmer's market.
2: What Not a- just in Portland.
0: What a crazy
2: topic. (laughs) Not just important. That's a catchphrase of the Farmer's Market subreddit that I was skimming through. Oh, really? Oh, nice.
1: Nice. That's a good good way to look at it. Hey, what do you think? Just top of mind. What do you think about the Farmer's Market? Well, we went to the Farmer's Market this past Saturday. Yeah? And we went to the Denton Community Market. Have you ever been there? No. Oh, it's awesome. Really? Yeah, it takes up a whole block right off of... uh, Carroll Street there right as you're about oh, yeah. to turn and go Oh, no, I've driven by it a ton. I just never have stopped. Yeah, it's great. All kinds of local farms, farmers there selling, uh, you know, there's some that grow vegetables. They sell them there. We bought some vegetables. We bought a uh, pork roast from a local farm. I, oh, wow. I barbecued it yesterday. Yeah. Um, and then there's all kinds of little folks there. Uh, there's people there selling honey. Huh. You sh- could totally have a stand out there. Nice. Yeah, they were talking about how their honey was better than
2: kirkpatrick farm oh, really? that was their whole marketing story. game on <laughs> yeah. me, and, me and my catchphrase is better than kyle <laughs> oh boy
1: there were guys out there selling like handmade knives and stuff which are really cool Whoa. and woodworking all kinds of little things out there it's really cool so okay. it's just kind of where these local artisans and farmers and you know people that make crafts they come together they sell their stuff they're hmm. really proud of it wow And uh, we like it. So we bought a bunch of veggies. We bought a bunch of uh, tamales. We bought like four dozen homemade tamales that are in the freezer. Oh, my gosh. I love
0: homemade Homemade tamales.
1: Bought some ground beef from a a local rancher. This dude out there with this cowboy hat on and everything. Really? Yeah. It's it's cool. It's really cool to support people like that.
0: Well, you don't think of meats... You know, when, like, tamales or or the brisket you bought, you don't think of meats at a farmer's market. You think of produce, vegetables, fruits, Mm -hmm. jellies, you know, stuff like that. I don't think of meats when I think of a farmer's market.
1: There's just more of a trend now to support local, you know, locally grown produce or local, um, uh, you know, livestock, meats. They're generally uh, much higher quality. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they're not raised on uh, like all the growth hormones and all oh, that yeah. kind of you know the factory stuff, right? You know these are local farmers that have raised it. They put care into it. They've done it humanely, right? And the quality is just amazing. The wow. quality of the meat's amazing. Oh, I love it. We remember a couple of years ago when we bought that that pig and had it butchered and put it oh, in the yeah. freezer. I mean, yeah. that was the best pork right I've still ever had, you know, mm-hmm. forever. Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of those kind of those kind of folks out there selling their stuff, oh, babe. and they have but, little business cards, and you can order off their website and stuff like that. Huh. So,
0: well, so today, uh, so I appreciate that, Kevin, and that's uh, great experience because I, I, we we have a local uh, farmers market right here in, in Little Argyle where we live, and I mean Amy and I like going out there and they, oh, they up there a, in
1: Bartonville yeah, on on the, the, yeah, that one's cool too, and sa- that is mostly Saturday. veggies and yeah. Yeah. Uh, but th- those folks have tamales too. Oh, really? Yeah, tamales seem to be kind of a recurring mm, love trend. Tamales.
2: Man, those tamales from the Den market. were <sighs> so good. Okay. And that salsa too. Jeez. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I can't get over it. It's good know. It's good enough. God. We'll we have to turn your microphone off here if, in a minute. <laughs> if we look at the
0: history of the farmer's market, so I just looked this up, and, um, and farmer's market's a very Texas thing. So, again, going back to why we do this show is how to be a Texan is – I'm sure there are farmer's markets all over the country.
1: Well, like Andrew said, it's kind of the Portland thing right now. Yeah. Well, but it's it, the, it, up in it, Pacific Northwest. it was probably it's... the
0: Massachusetts thing first. Well, know? yeah. Because according to, to the history that I saw, the first farmer's market, this was colonial, uh, came up in 1634 in Boston, Massachusetts. And, um, and it's just a great place for people to come and uh, sell their wares, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, it, it also says it, it, you can go all the way back to Egyptian days 5,000 years ago where the farmers would come along the, the Nile and sell their, mm-hmm. sell their produce and goods.
1: Well, it makes sense. I think, you know, back in before the Industrial Revolution when the world was basically an agricultural-based, you know, economy. right that's what you did. You know, everybody kind of grew or most people had something that they were growing, right? right. Whether it was just enough for themselves, right? Um, and then, you know, people would have actual farms, right? If you were a farmer, you mm-hmm. probably grew multiple crops, right. you know, you had multiple animals that you were raising and, you know, butchering or whatever. And you would kind of you know grow enough for your family to eat and then whatever you had that was extra you would take it to the market and you would and sell it. it right yeah, and yeah. so that was what the economy was right
0: right, right. so to, to me it's 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 kind of over the decades or and and millennia uh, of how people have survived is through these markets and bazaars you know like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and this is not an american thing this is a worldwide thing you know, middle you eastern know. indian
1: bazaars and- yeah
0: and so now we have this phenomenal thing out in East Texas at Canton, you know, where the first Monday they have these, I would call that kind of a bazaar, oh, but I it's just trade days at, oh, yeah. in Canton, where if you, if you're not from around here, Canton is, is famous for its, and I don't even know what, what it is. I don't even know what you call it. It's just kind of a big flea market. Flea um, market's a good term. Yeah, and it's where all on the all these, first Monday of every month. Yeah, right? all these vendors come, and it's phenomenal produce. You can get farmers market there, but then they've got everything else. It mm-hmm. feels like, including live animals that you can buy. You can get goats and sheep and whatever else. Crazy, and it's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's fun. But uh, I, I do have kind of an evil theory on. The Speaking of Canton, market.
1: though, now that you've jogged my memory, mm-hmm. you grew up over in Irving. I did. did y'all ever go to Trader's Village out oh, yeah. in Grand Prairie? Oh yeah. I no, ended that doing was, that as a kid too. Oh, it was kind of a that was a, Canton kind of thing in it a way. Was, oh, it was in a certain way. Pure, maybe a different demographic. Pure
0: flea market. <laughs> flea market. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a flea market is a, a nice term for that place because it was it was a little sketchy.
1: Andrew, you don't know what a flea market is, do you?
2: Sure I do. They don't actually
1: have fleas there, you know. No. Uh,
0: no. It's uh it never I never mind then. <laughs> yeah. I, I have no idea why that term exists, but uh anyway, that's what we grew up calling these things is because uh-huh. you get all kinds of crazy stuff traded there. And uh, it was generally affordable, you know. And then there was some form of food or, or uh, you know, farmers market in there, kind of built in as well.
1: Well, there's a Seinfeld episode <coughs> where you know George and Elaine go to a flea market and they don't invite Kramer and Kramer gets offended and you know he didn't get to go to the flea market. And, oh yeah. my gosh. So they're all over the place. Well, they are fun. You can Me find
0: right. some fun junk at a flea market. Oh, yeah! If we could ever find one around here again, but uh, <laughs> anyway, so the the farmers market my, I, I do and Kevin doesn't appreciate my evil theory, but. I uh, I do have an evil theory on, on the farmer's market and what it really means to America. And, uh, and now we're seeing it come back, which is nice, which, which I like. But the
1: question is, why did it go away? So that's my, so that's my evil theory. Yeah.
0: And so, um, I've told you a lot about my grandmother up Mm -hmm. in Oklahoma, right? So, um, you know, by the time I was of age where I could drive, uh, I would, I'd get up there and, uh, and grandma would say, uh, she'd say, Kyle, take me to the Walmart. And I'm like, what? (laughs) She'd say, take me to the Walmart with a K with a K. I'm like, okay, grandma, we need to go in there and get some stuff. She's like, yeah, I got to go in there and get some stuff. So anyway, the, 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 the Walmart and Home Depot and all these other stores, I think have, you know, that retailization of America, has really driven a lot out of of the farmers markets kind of the need for the farmers markets I'm not saying I mean hey I love Walmart and Home Depot as much as the next guy but when and so that's my evil theory is that the retailization of America when it really kind of built up and out all these mega stores you know the Walgreens and all the other things because some of the the kind of the the Norman Rockwellism of America really faded away mm-hmm. in, in my mind. And I'm just tickled to see things like the farmers market still stand strong um, because I think they're kind of iconic for just American trade and, and just people getting back together to really kind of the roots mm-hmm. of kind of kinda how uh, we live off the land and we try to support each other in a very local
1: way versus uh, some of the trends that, that have occurred over. Well, and it started years ago. You know, I mean, the Walgreens and Home Depot, all that stuff. I mean, that's kind of modern times. But I mean, it started in, I don't know, the nineteen fifties, maybe forties. You know, and I was Kendra was talking earlier about you know just after the Industrial Revolution, and then the advancements in you know transportation, for example. Right. Right, we had now we had high we had you know railroads first, right, where we could take goods across a country. As opposed to just taking them to your local market. Right. Well, now you could ship things anywhere. And then you had, you know, highway systems put in and, you know, 18-wheeler trucks. Oh, and airplanes and ships. Airplanes and now, Right. So now, you know, rather than eating vegetables that are in season where we live here in Texas, Mm -hmm. we can get anything we want year-round because Um, most of it's brought in from California. It's grown in California where they can grow it year-round. Put on trucks, trains, whatever, and boom, it's all over the place. China
0: or coffee from South America or whatever. I mean, we can get stuff from anywhere in the world right now.
1: Yeah, and so that kind of started with that, and then you had then the the supermarket Mm -hmm. appeared. I think that was kind of around the 1950s timeline. Yeah. I think that was kind of in the 1950s when the supermarket came out, right? And so then you had you know the, the ability to go and buy everything you needed at a grocery store and that stuff could have been brought from you know anywhere like we just described That's and right. then it just kind of grew from there and you right. ended up with the larger chains and the you know Walmart and then Kmart and Home Depot and you know yeah. grocery the rest is history s- the
2: concept of a self-service grocery store was developed by entrepreneur Clarence Saunders and his Piggly Wiggly stores Piggly so, Wiggly oh, his Piggly first Wiggles. store opened in 1916 when what? But which
1: one was actually referred to as a supermarket? That was a specific yeah, turn in history. I remember when that term came out. Yeah, the supermarket took it to the next level.
0: Right, the Piggly Wigglies and uh, and the local uh, grocery stores, mm-hmm. you know, were there for decades before the. The supermarkets yeah. came on. They really kind of carried everything.
1: Well, I was growing up, and we would go to Piggly Wiggly, and we would go to. Uh, we didn't. There was no Walmart back then, but there no, was. We'd go over to Gibson's. Gibson's. I was gonna yeah. say we'd go to Gibson. I love Gibson's. They oh. had the little popcorn machine. and Oh yeah, you yeah. know all that kind of stuff. No, I did. I love that. But, and so, so
0: what I love to see is that now we're going from. Think about why back in the day the farmers' market was so popular and loved because it was fresh food, it was locally grown, you were supporting local farmers who worked hard for that product, who you knew, who your families knew, you interacted with for years for generations, mm-hmm. and so you supported that then what what has happened is now frankly it's kind of become cool again mm-hmm. so, so now you think of well, it's, you, you get all these crazy cool TV shows where these chefs are showing off their incredible abilities to make food, and it shows the chefs that are sourcing their products back to a Mm -hmm. certain farm. They're sourcing their beef back to a certain herd of cows because they love the beef or the the pork or whatever that comes out of that certain farm, and they can support that.
1: Yeah, and it's organic. It's natural. It's not processed. The processed food is what has driven us, and the health issues related to processed food...
2: So what I've got, got something on the supermarket and I couldn't find whenever like the term was first initially used, but I found this, this comes from Groceria.com. It says the supermarket as it came to be known was an initially phenomenon of independence and small regional chains. And they sort of were consolidated by bigger companies. Hmm. Um, and so they, A&P became just, uh, this is in the 1930s, the late 30s. A&P began consolidating its thousands of small service stores into larger supermarkets, often replacing as many as five or six stores with one large new one. There Hmm. you go. By 1940, A&P's store count had been reduced by half, Yeah. but its sales were up. Okay. Interesting. Well, then the whole processed food thing, right? So,
1: you know, once we had the ability to, you know, have these large, you know, supermarkets, Mm Mm-hmm. Right, where and then we could ship anything from anywhere. Right, then you saw this idea of, and for convenience, right. If you think about as we get into like the 1950s and mm-hmm. you know uh, kind of how the economy was changing. Oh, we just had frozen dinners. It back was then. Fr- it was TV dinners, right? Oh it was gosh. TV dinners and horrible. all this kind of stuff, right? Kind of yeah. the quote unquote modern, you yeah. know, kind of, and it just became worse and worse and worse, and that affected farming too, right? So farming evolved from. You know, having multiple kind of crops on a property to these large monocultural you know farms where you had thousands and acres, thousands of acres of a single single crop crop year after year after year after year. You just you you just ruin the land, deplete the land. Yeah, Yeah. there's no crop rotation. There's nothing. So you're either growing corn or you're growing soybean or you're growing wheat or and and all that stuff is then fed to the you know industrial food system and it's all processed and turned into you know, Cheerios or Eaties yeah. or you know, have you ever granola uh, uh, bars or whatever?
0: Uh, tangent. I apologize for this right now, but have you ever studied the the Dust Bowl and what happened no. during that time? Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal because the it was wheat, and um and the thing was is that it had all been buffalo grass all through the South, mm-hmm. um, and so the the price of wheat uh, was rising so much that. And we were able to, um, and so we had all these people come in and they just, and the tractor just came in back mm-hmm. in the, the late twenty, in the mid 20s. And so they just turned the entire South and Midwest over and created wheat field after millions and millions and millions of acres of wheat field, turned all of that topsoil o- over. And that's what created this unstable environment where it was truly a dust bowl. So oh, we wow. created it ourselves. Yeah. Because we didn't have that buffalo grass that kind of kept the dirt down and kind of kept the yeah. solidity to the earth. And we, so we did it to ourselves. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Anyway, it's but terribly then, interesting.
1: So then the whole health concerns with the process, you know, it's just kind of this oh yeah, ongoing snowball yeah. of stuff, right? And so now people look at it and they're like, wow. You know, yeah. What chemicals am back. I eating in what my food What chemicals am right I now? eating, and why does everything have soybeans in it? And yeah. soybeans are genetically modified, and yeah. you know, it's just this. You I'm know. telling you,
0: Lord knows what I ate as a kid with those TV dinners. I mean, there is no <laughs> and those hungry man dinners.
1: Oh yeah, those are those are good. <laughs> you can keep them
0: in the. You could keep them in your pantry for like 5 years. Yeah. And uh, who knows? I mean, it's Oh, I
1: remember when we first got a microwave and it was all about the chicken nuggets, man. Oh, just, yeah. I would come home after school every day and nuke up a bunch of chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah. The worst processed garbage oh, yeah. you could <laughs> possibly yeah. chicken but It was tongues. like cool, man. Oh, I can cook these in 30 seconds. That's right.
0: It was, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was they, amazing. They were tasty. <laughs> But, know, yeah, JC, so but, but now the trend is totally the trend is, opposite that.
1: And it, it's because of the health concerns and also just trying to support, you know, people want to go and, you know, be self-sufficient, right. more
0: sustainable. So when you and Kendra go to the farmer's market up in Denton and you buy lettuce from a farmer who's like, I just grew this, yeah. you know, and so you take a lot of pride in that. You're helping that family, you know, be successful. And he'll and then, tell
1: you, like, you know, I was talking to the guy, he's like, yeah, you know, we'll have this for another couple of weeks and that's... And that's that's done and then that's we'll have it. something else in here. Right. Which is cool, you know? It's kind of right. cool.
0: And that goes back to my garden crop rotation that I'm terrible at. <laughs> like, I just grow it all at once, and then it just fizzles out in three weeks, and then I'm like, well, that's it for the year. <laughs> see you next year. <laughs> I'm just terrible at that. Anyway, but I do I do love that. And so I, I love that the the um, farmer's markets are, are making a comeback because mm-hmm. we see them everywhere – you know, even, and I know you argue with me about this, that Chelsea Market up in Manhattan, again, I mean, I love going to New York City, and um, this Chelsea Market, it's not really a farmer's market, but it plays on
1: that. It's a foodie heaven. I love it, that place. It is.
0: It's so cool yeah. to go to, and, and there are a lot of places like that in Dallas and Austin and San Antonio Houston that are popping
1: up. You know, the Food Network Studios are right there. Oh, no. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. They're in the second, I think the second floor of that building. Oh, Food Network. Well, That's where it's at. That's where it's based.
0: Well, they are cool. And um, and
1: Google has a second headquarters right across the street from that.
0: So I don't think there's any farming going on anywhere around there, but it looks cool. You know what I mean? And it's
1: kind of taken off of the farmer's concept. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. There's some farming going on out in rural New York, but not in Manhattan. No. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's, maybe
2: somebody's got like a little thing on top of their roof or something. Oh yeah, They're growing like some tomatoes or There's something. There's a lot of that. Growing <laughs> yeah. some herbs out there. Yeah, they get some some. They source their soil from somewhere else in the U.S. <laughs> have it flown in. Just go well, dig it out of Central Park. That, that would be organic if you're sourcing your soil. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole nother
0: level. Yeah, maybe we could source our our fertilizer and we could sell it to. Or Gillian fertilizer.
2: It's like where are these potatoes from? Well, technically my rooftop, but they were grown in Idaho soil. <laughs> oh, see. <laughs> so they're basically legit. Uh, I think so.
1: I think so. And you could have Georgia soil to grow your peach tree. Yeah, so you yeah. have Georgia peaches. Yeah, I don't know potatoes. why people
2: aren't doing that. That's kind of kind of a genius idea. Yeah. Maybe I should start a business shipping dirt you should yeah and,
1: and fertilizer a new, whole new trend we, yeah. we we got plenty of it out include here. a free pack of our horse manure yeah. comp- <laughs> composted fertilizer that's
0: right that's right well uh so maybe my theory is wrong in that the retailization of america has killed the the farmer's market because i i hope that theory is wrong
1: so yeah i don't think it's kill- i think it's the whole thing the retail the industrial food system just yeah. kind of that whole path we were on that starting you know kind of mid last century but i think we're right. starting to see the effects of that and it's kind of starting to shift back a little bit yeah yeah but you know you got big business players that are you know that have a lot of at stake you know to oh. keep that industry going so there's a you know, it'll be around for a while. Wow. It's well, it's good to see the local farmers kind of getting a little more no, love time. That.
0: And there's and there's plenty of opportunities. So for for folks that are here in Texas or moving this way, uh, there's there's a ton of them out. We got there. a lot of land out here.
1: Well, I'm just talking about the farmer's markets. Oh, yeah.
0: There's a ton of them that you can still find. There's the big ones, you know, that are in the big cities. The Dallas farmer's market That's is, a big one. It's a gigantic one, and it's awesome to go to. You can yeah. always get really cool stuff there. But then I like hearing about this kind of cool one up in Denton where they're selling meats and all kinds of other stuff. Coppell
1: has a good one, too. Yeah. Have you ever been to that one? Mm-mm. Yeah. Capel. Yeah. Bartonville. Nice. Kendra was headed to the Capel one when I had a meltdown on the bike one time. I rode to Denton with Chris Wood and Brian Wood, and I ate an empanada at Jupiter Coffee House. Okay, and I could not make it home. I made it to the. That happens. I made it to the subway. Here in Argyle, we still lived in Flyer Mountain. Yeah, Kendra had to come get me. Oh, that happens. I was dying. Yeah, I was dying. I was a little bit out of shape. Speaking Uh, of coffee, but the empanada was good. That was a good empanada. It was really good. It was really good. It was really good. Uh,
2: Speaking of coffee, uh, the same sort of mindset that y'all were touching on earlier about sort of knowing like where like your stuff comes from and whatnot. Uh, That same idea has started to pop up in coffee as well. Mm. And so, like, I mean, you don't have farmers, like, making the coffee for you in the coffee Mm -hmm. shops. But uh, a lot of these new coffee shops popping up nowadays and also coffee roasting companies Mm. uh, are really putting emphasis on, like, the farmer and, you know, what goes into the coffee Mm -hmm. and whatnot. And
1: paying good prices to right. help support the farmer. That's mm-hmm. oh, the same nice. type of concept. Yeah. Are you talking, about, very, are you talking about the bean thing. farmer? The the guy that grows the coffee beans. Yeah. 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 And
0: so those aren't going to be local guys. Those are going to be Central America or wherever.
1: They're Central America, but it's a movement to, because again, during that same industrial food era, yeah, we got into the whole Folgers can oh. coffee and yeah. Juan Valdez and right. all that industrial coffee. Right, versus the... Whereas prior to that, it had been people growing beans and roasting beans. Yeah, families having... Same concept. Then you ended up with Folgers and Maxwell House and all these massive companies and now the movement is back away from that, kind of like what we were talking about, back to, you know, coffee, like when you go into Trio... You can look on those bags and it'll tell you exactly oh, for the most that. part what farm that came from. Yeah. Or or at least what region it came from. Right. Yeah. And it's supporting some farmer who owns his own farm and he's growing beans and oh, he's selling them at some so little and a it'll, lot of times they'll have co ops where they go and they'll <laughs> sell their beans to the co op and they'll process them and yeah. Yeah.
2: send it on. Yeah. So it's the same concept. It'll it'll t- it'll tell you like the name of the farm, sometimes the name of the far- the farmer. It'll have like where the cop like the region and whatnot. Sometimes the city, hmm. and it'll even tell you like the altitude and how okay. the coffee is processed as well, like the way they get the the seed uh, separated from the actual cherry part. Mm-hmm. So
0: wow, I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. it's cool.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's no local because you can't grow coffee around here. It, no. it will not grow. And the reason... and. The, a big reason why people are into that, all that information is because c- that has, like, an effect on how the coffee tastes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I was disappointed that I found out that I really can't grow an avocado tree here. Hmm. It's, it's It freezes too hard. Now, I can grow it for a couple of years, but I have to keep it inside during it yeah. freezes. Yeah, I love avocados.
2: Some, maybe you need to have some soil shipped in. <laughs> no. Maybe that'll help. California soil.
0: No, I'd have to have a... <laughs> a 40 foot tall greenhouse that stays above freezing, yeah. which I'm
1: not going to build. So mm-hmm. I, I've been eating uh, more plant based diet lately. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, one of the things I've been struggling with is kind of breakfast right? because I'm not eating eggs right now just oh, yeah. for health reasons. Yeah. So I was talking to Kendra. She's like, you should start eating avocado toast. Oh. I'm like, okay. Sounds So great. she bought a bunch of avocados. I love avocados. You ever tried to put an avocado in a toaster? No. Oh. You ever tried to make avocado toast? It's no, disgusting.
0: I, no, I thought you were putting like a slice of avocado on a piece of bread. Oh, is that how you're supposed to do it? Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's it.
1: what I was doing wrong. Oh. oh, I need to go back to the bread toast. I was like, I'm going back to the bread toast. Trying to shove this avocado in the toaster is oh just nasty. Gosh. Was just a mess? <laughs> was this a joke? <laughs> Again,
0: I need somebody to explain if, the joke. If
2: somebody, if somebody needs to ask if it's a. If it is a joke or not, uh, yeah. might need some more. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a you know, bad audience, uh-huh. bad, I've, bad,
1: bad room. I've bad always room. always bad been room. clear with you. <laughs> Jokes,
0: nod my strength. So good, good one on the avocado toast. So there you go. Well, hey, thanks a lot for listening to us on our uh, ramblings around the farmers market. So we appreciate that. I I I love it, and I hope they survive and do well.
1: I do, too. I, you know, but I need to do more to support it. Yeah, yeah, we go a couple times a year. We always talk about going more. It's well, cool stuff. Uh, yeah,
0: I know Amy goes almost every Saturday. The so. little Martinville one? Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a yeah, good one. So, so, okay, go support your uh, farmer's market.
1: That's right. So, thanks for listening. Look us up on Spreaker, iTunes, Google Play. Leave us a review. All right. Y'all Adios. Have a good week. Bye.